Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Sending all my warm love to the vaguely bored and the weary travelers, because this is Billy Persida and you're listening to the Man Whore Podcast. Hey, 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 everyone. How you doing? Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, comedian Billy Persida. And uh, if you're new to the program, this is the podcast where every week I talk to women I've hooked up with about sex, dating, sexuality, and love. And I'm very, uh, very excited for this week's guest, Cherry. Uh, Cherry I made out with at a naked party like two years ago. Very excited to have her on and talk about that. Uh, but first, I want to tell you some things and some stuff. Like, like on November 18th, I'm going to be performing at the Creek and the Cave in Long Island City, Queens at 8 p.m. That is a free comedy show. That means no money. Come on out. Uh, if you want to see me do some live stand-up, that's where you can see it. Now, uh, as, a, as a male comedian, I think I deserve a medal for how little I talk about jerking off on stage or on this show. And that's why I feel totally comfortable talking about it now. I uh, I tried one of these hypnosis, no touching yourself, jerk off things. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. Quite simply put, it's, it's like a, a recording you listen to and it's supposed to put you into a trance-like state, hypnotize you, and then you're supposed to be able to achieve an orgasm without touching yourself. And I got to tell you, I tried this because it sounded like some crazy hippie woo-woo shit. Um, the, uh, shout out to listener Alexia for bringing this all to my attention. When, when she told me that this is something people do, I thought, no fucking way. There's no way that shit works. That only works for like the, that like freaky yogi guy. You know, someone who's got like a really, really tight knot top. And he shouts like, namaste when he comes, that type of dude. That's the only guy who does this. Not me, but I tried it. I got to tell you guys, I'm, I, I think I might be in. I might be a believer now. I waited until I was like especially horny one day. Um, after I'd gotten this recording sent to me, I turned off the lights. I laid out. I turned off the sounds around me. I focused. I hit play. And it's this very calm, soothing voice. This voice, it was so soothing. It could convince me to do anything it could have told me now i want you to go rob a bank and then go slit the throat of your next door neighbor and then breathe and i would be like yeah that sounds like a good idea i should totally go do that absolutely <laughs> so soothing sensual soft delicious chocolatey voice almost i felt my fucking body go numb and then she's having me imagine these acts being done to me and I got to tell you guys, I got fucking hard. And then I started like bucking my hips because I'm just like, uh, uh. and I got to tell you. So when they did a countdown and I did not come at the countdown, um, but I felt like had she done this maybe an extra five minutes of stuff before doing the countdown, I totally would have blown a load. Not touching my cock once. It was insane. I get once it was like, okay, you can come out of the trance. I fucking leaned over. I grabbed the lotion and it was like a super intense orgasm. Like, I'm really excited to try this again. This is going to be a thing I want to do. 
It wasn't just like a tease denial. It was just a don't touch yourself. Just going to come to the sound of my soothing voice. I'm like, yes, mystic demon lady person. Absolutely. And that's totally what I'm going to do. Oh, man. So I guess uh, try that if you want. Go search around. I'm going to put the link up in the show notes to this recording that I used uh, if you want somewhere to start. And I'm sure if you search around the internet, if anyone here is, uh, if you've ever fucked around with this like hypnotism coming thing, email me, manorpod at gmail.com. I want to know about it. I want to know if it's how real it's been. Have you done it before? Have you done it with other people? I am, I am now fascinated with this concept. Because a lot of times it was telling me to, that I got into the trance-like state because it kept having me breathe deep breaths very consistently. And again, I don't do really, I'm not really a drugs guy, but I got to imagine that's what being high is like. Why aren't we telling kids this? You want to, I mean, not that we need a war on drugs, but if you want kids to not be out trying heroin, go tell them to do this shit. Stop telling them to not do drugs. Just tell them that breathing in oxygen in a certain way is uh, free. It's legal. You're not, your parents aren't going to hire like a really expensive lawyer when you get arrested for it. You know, it's like, yo man, welcome to my house after school. We're going to, we're going to do some deep breathing exercises. Oh man, that sounds crazy, man. Well, we're going to get way fucked up. Yeah, man. Konnichiwa and shit. But of course the, the super politically correct type of kids who would do deep breathing exercises to get high would be like, nah, man, that's really insensitive to say Konnichiwa when we're trying to talk about breathing exercises that are probably more Buddhist in nature. That really fucked up the balance with my chi and shit. You're right. <laughs> Other than the like the hypnotist orgasm thing, it was an up and down week for me. I had a, a very sexy weekend scheduled, and then fucking I got sick on Thursday. Had to cancel all the sexy plans, all of them. It was very much not fun. I I've stayed in all weekend. So if I sound a little fucked up right now, that's because I'm still fighting off the last of the sickness. Um, so my apologies if I do not sound at the uh, top of my game at this moment. I also, uh, since you last heard me, I got this email from a listener seeking some advice. Uh, as you guys know, I take advice questions from time to time. And I'm happy to help out when people have things to ask me. So uh, I, I get this email. Hi, Billy. I'm loving the podcast so far. I started listening after hearing you on Guys We Fucked and have been listening daily to try and catch up. Which, by the way, side note, people, I think that's crazy that so many of you are still finding me from Guys We Fucked, which I was on like a year ago. I love that you're still finding me. Happy to have you. I just I find it wild that a year later, some of y'all are just getting to me now. It's great. So here's my little ditty of a dilemma. I'm 26 years old and I've had the same fuck buddy for nine years. Nine fucking years. We met through friends when I was 17 and he was 24. We quickly started fucking and after a year became best friends. Life took us down separate paths when I was 21 that left us on separate continents, but that didn't slow down our friendship. We timed our calls perfectly despite the 15 hour time difference. During the months leading up to him leaving, I realized that I wasn't upset because I was losing my best friend. I was mourning the end of my love for him. Fast forward to present day, he's in a relationship and I'm newly single. We live in different provinces. 
Ah, Canadians. And, uh, and last slept together in March. He's had one other serious relationship in his life, and it put me through hell. He'd call when they would fight, tell me he loved me when he was drunk, and avoided me when times were good. When they broke up, I got my friend and fuck buddy back. Now that he's in this new relationship, he started his same old bullshit again. He doesn't have time for me, my texts go unanswered, and I spend more time talking to his voicemail than to him. Keep in mind, when I'm in a relationship, his attitude changes drastically. He wants to know all the dirty details and calls daily just in case I need some quote-unquote advice. My questions for you are these. Can you really stay best friends with someone that you've been this close to emotionally and intimately for so long? And when do you just decide to call it quits and leave the friendship in the past? When him and his girlfriend break up, should I be there to pick up the pieces or do I leave now and never look back? In this day and age with social media, how do you unfriend someone from being a part of your life? Can't wait to hear your advice. Chantal. 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 Don't know how to say your name, hon, but it looks lovely, beautiful, and French. Just like you are, because, uh, guys, she is she is a knockout. She sent, sent me some photos. She's definitely worth the time of a person. Whether or not that person should be this guy, you're about to find out. Um, but, okay, so we got a lot of questions here. Uh, her first question is whether or not people can stay best friends despite past intimacy. Uh, yeah, of course. Just depends on the people and the friendship. If someone acts like a shithead, then yeah, that friendship is going to struggle when the other party gets fed up with being used. Now, it seems to me, and I'm just a random dude you emailed on the internet, but it seems to me like this guy does view you as a close friend, provided that he's single and can still stick his dick in you. This guy, this guy treats you like my Game Boy when I was a kid. I only played my Game Boy when I didn't have my N64 or TV privileges. Like, if I could still go watch CatDog, I totally would. But if my parents took, like, the AC adapter away from the N64 and from the TV box, then, like, I would go upstairs and play with my Game Boy, I guess. I mean, is that really how you want to be treated? Because it seems like you're being taken for granted, and I think that's pretty fucked up. Uh, By the way, I'm curious what a man in his mid-20s was doing messing around with a high school girl in the first place. And he's, by my calculations, he's, like, 33 now. Have you ever considered ever considered that you've just been a really convenient piece of ass for this dude for the last decade? Because you two have never really lived in the same place for an extended period of time, right? Most of the time you guys have lived on different continents or different provinces. So it's pretty easy to do some phone calls just to keep someone on the hook. You know, you do some maintenance with a phone call here and there. I don't know. It seems a little fishy to me. By the way, let me guess. Did he ever rope you in by saying, oh, wow, you're just so mature for your age? That is a, that's a red flag. <laughs> now, uh, normally I would advise you to confront your friend and call him on his horse shit. But I don't think this is a friend who got lost in a relationship. All right. I Because uh, that happens sometimes. You know, Jim gets a new girlfriend and then you haven't seen Jim at the bar in weeks. That's understandable, certainly forgivable. This is not that. This is someone using you as an intimacy fix. He's slapping that vein. He's like, oh, oh, my girlfriend's fighting with me. Let me call Chantal. She'll give me what I need. Uh, You don't need to overdramatically divorce him from your life. Just simply fade 
away. Don't call him anymore. Don't text him. Don't put any more energy into his fake friendship than you already have. I, I'd tell you to unfriend him on Facebook, but that would be like extra effort. I don't even think he deserves. Yes, I know in this day of so, uh, the day of social media, that can be difficult. So if you think it's going to make you feel better to not see him in your sidebar every time you open up a new window, unfriend him. That's easy to do. If you think you can handle it, then just leave it be. But give him the same treatment he's given you. Okay, next time he wants to get his emotional dick wet by calling you all sad about a breakup, you know what? Ignore him like he's ignored you for so long. Be done with this guy. If he asks, why? What's wrong? You tell him. When he goes, but babe, I was busy. Just remind him that he wasn't too busy to check in on you when you were off dating other people and getting some dick on the side. All right, let him go prowl around his local high school senior class again. I think, I think you deserve better. Okay, there's, just, there's too many red flags with this one. Too many. Okay, well, we got a 24-year-old picking up a teenager. All right, this guy disappears whenever he gets a girlfriend. That's happened twice. All right, he gets possessive when you get a man. All right, it's long distance, which is like, you know, my stance on long distance. Don't. And uh, he seeks you out for intimacy whenever he's drunk or he gets in a fight with his current girlfriend. You've been convenient to him. Drop it. Move on from this dude. I don't think you need to make a big deal of it. Just kind of do a fadeaway. I'm not a big fan of ghosting or fadeaways, but this one, it seems like he faded away from you a whole long time ago. So that's, uh, that's why I got to say about that. And uh, if you have a, a comment, a question, a query of sorts, uh, feel free to email me at manwarpod at gmail.com. Uh, this I want to share with you people because I thought this was really cool. As a lot of you know, I'm an avid Redditor, and I saw this on the rsex subreddit uh, last week, and I thought it was really awesome. That's to do with parents talking to their kids about sex. Um, this guy he posted, he said, uh, this is a father, and he posted this. He says, I'm a father of a boy 13 and a girl 15. I told them that it was all right for them to be sexually active as soon as they were ready. I then went on to say what ready means. He goes, uh, one, mature enough to be open about it. No sneaking around. They're not mature enough to talk to me or their mom about sex. They're not ready. Two, mature enough to wait until they develop full trust in their partners. Start slow and work your way from holding hands and talking to kissing, touching, etc. That gives you time to really know your partner, develop trust, and a measure of real affection, not just infatuation and lust. Three, mature enough to understand the need for and to use condoms. Four, I also told them not to have sex in creepy places like school stairwells or behind the gym. They have perfectly good bedrooms with doors that lock, and their friends will be welcome to stay for breakfast. Uh, he goes on to ask if he's being too liberal or if he's too conservative or if he's just right or whatever. I thought this was great. I thought this was awesome. There's more going on in this thread. Uh, I'm going to put this in the show notes. I think you guys should all check it out. I want to know uh, from my listeners with children, how, do you, how did you or how do you or how do you plan to talk to your kids about sex? Because it's so important to have like an open and honest dialogue with them about it. My dad, he just came up when I was 15. And at that point, only like one girl had kissed me. No girls wanted to talk to me or touch me or anything. 
And uh, he's like, well, you know, always use a condom. And before he even said the word condom, I would interrupt and just be like, nope, nope, I'm good. Yep, I know, I know, I know the things. Dad, don't talk to me about this. It's humiliating. Because it wasn't humiliating for me because it was my dad. It was humiliating because I'm like, dude, I'm so far away from needing this information right now. Like, first, let me see if someone's going to make out with me before we have all this uh, sex talk. But then again, you know, uh, I probably had that attitude towards my dad because it's not like we had a very sexually open household. Like one time he caught me masturbating and then he started like yelling and berating me. Be like, oh, you know, why don't you have a fucking girl do that for you? What you fucking pussy? I'm like, that's not the type of environment that makes your house a safe space for sexual exploration. This dad here, um, this guy's got the right idea. So I don't know. I'm going to include a link. You guys want to check it out? Go to the show notes at manwhorepod.com. Um, this week's guest is Cherry. If, if you remember from the first episode of this podcast, I talk about going to a naked party. Not an orgy, mind you, just a naked party. It's a party where people hang out, take their clothes off, and drink wine and play silly games. I took a date to this party, and we met Cherry and her boyfriend, who she talks about later. And it was fun. Had a good time, had a good night, got to make out with her at the end. That was a win. Um, we both had an eye on each other's dates. So, like, my date was making out with her date. I got to make out with her. And then uh, then we left. And then I I have not seen her since. So it's been almost two years. So it was a really it was really fun reconnecting with her uh, all this time later. We, uh, we talk about being naked, um, sexy things. And open relationships. So uh, for all you ethically non-monogamous people out there, this is an episode for you. So uh, I hope you all enjoyed Cherry as much as I did. Let me know later. Talking into it. Yeah. Uh, it's like directional. Yeah. It's like a penis. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like a penis. It's kind of like a big old penis, yeah. uh, which you should like be it. used to with yeah. your boyfriend. No, Jesus. I like it. Your boyfriend is like microphone sized. He is, right? If there's one thing I remember <laughs> is that See, he, dude had a horse cock like no other. He, it's funny because he's always like talk about <laughs> cock and he's like, right. oh, well, he's Yeah, so both thick. of them. But I'm like, but you're really thick. Like, I don't understand. I don't think you understand how thick you are. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you could take two of them and tie them together and like make them into like a bow tie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. You could like do it like tying shoelaces. Mm-hmm. That's how it's, it's mm-hmm. kind of absurd. It is absurd. <laughs> And then think about me, like I'm sitting there at a party where we're just sitting there. Yeah, because at like a sex party, it's different because you know you're it's more there's more to it. You're talking, but you're also performing. Yeah, so you can like show your worth in those ways. Mm-hmm. But at a naked party, you're just sitting there, yeah. and you're just showing. And I'm like, okay, yeah, <laughs> All right, come on, guy, let's uh, come on out. This is- <laughs> <laughs> that's really interesting because i remember like our first experience at a party together like and i it was like he was like so anxious to perform mm-hmm. i'm like dude we're just hanging out yeah <laughs> like there's no performance here there's no there shouldn't be any performance anxiety but i understood because it's different you know you are hanging out with your friends but at the same time it's like there are no clothes, and that guy has a really big dick. <laughs> so what's going on here? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so what's interesting about you being here, Cherry, is that the very first episode of this podcast uh, was like we talked about the naked parties. It was like it was it was literally the first 
thing we talked about ever mm-hmm. with a guest. Awesome. Yeah, and we, we, we got into it. Now I have you, someone who kind of <laughs> regularly goes to those. Yeah, uh, yeah. I haven't missed one now that I think about it from the very first one that I went to. Yeah. So the very first one that I went to was an end of the world themed naked party. The, like the apocalypse Yeah, thing. It was, yeah, yeah I remember it seeing was, those. It was, um, what, December 21st, 2012. Mm-hmm. Wow, so it's been almost three years. I went by myself. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I showed up by myself with a vibrator. <laughs> and they were like, you're not going to need this? or <laughs> No, no. I mean, I did it because like, I've been to orgies before and I knew how those worked. Like, if you don't really have a partner with you, it gets a little bit weird, like trying to join in with everyone else. Mm. So I figured, I'm like, oh, okay, if I bring a vibrator and I see things happening and I want to pleasure myself... Then I have a vibrator. <laughs> but um, but no, it was like so awesome. And everybody was just so laid back. And we played spin the bottle and like just kind of hung out. And it was in this tiny, tiny apartment that like barely fit all of us. <laughs> so was this, suppo- was this a sex party or was this like was the beginning a- of like the naked parties, the non-sexual sort of? Well, it wasn't the beginning of the, na- the naked parties mm. because they've been happening for a while. Okay. But um, it was definitely the first naked party I've been to. And it was not an orgy by any means. It was just like, you know, a group of friends together. And there were some other people who had met up on there, too. But like I said, it wasn't really an orgy. Like, sex did happen. But, but that was not the focus. It was just not, to hang out. It yeah, was just it was a party. Just to, yeah, it was just to hang out, listen to music, like play Spin the Bottle or whatever other silly game we yeah. could come up with. And and be naked and there was the rule that by 10 o'clock you had to be down by to your underwear mm. and you couldn't take off your own clothes because that's like kind of like an icebreaker if you get people to ask like you know yeah. could you Th- that was a great off? rule uh, yeah it's so hi awesome. would you please someone comes yeah. up to me is like hi would you please take my shirt off i was like uh, yeah sure yeah and then next <laughs> thing you know you talk about whatever and you keep going so it was like that um i did play with other people i didn't have sex with anyone then um but um but it was fun. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> so how'd you get... So I, so if anyone hasn't listened to the first episode of this show, and mm-hmm. you should because you should have listened to everything, you fucks, so go back and listen. <laughs> but, you know, so the, these naked parties we're talking about are in, in New York City, and I went to one with a friend of mine a couple years ago, and uh, and that's where we met. And yeah. It, it's literally just a party to be naked, and they had these interesting rules and i loved the vibe of it mm-hmm. that it was like a sort of non-sexual like uh space i thought that was uh that was pretty awesome there's so many different types of parties in this city or in general like it's absurd like there's just makeout parties yeah there are parties where it's just about making out and that's it <laughs> in a bar there's one called uh lip service and i like i'm looking forward to going to it at some point and that's it's just so interesting yeah it's just it's at a bar and you just make out with people. There's no sex. You can't even get naked. Wow. It's just people who really like kissing. And I'm like, I love kissing. This that's is great. That's awesome. Also, right? I, yeah. That yeah. sounds fun. I like kissing too. Yeah. So let me know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, so it, there's those. There, I hear about cuddle parties. Yeah. You know, And then there are sex parties and things like that. Dungeon parties. Really kind of in the city, there's every little thing that you like. Mm-hmm. You can find 50 people who want to do it together. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. It's, it's pretty cool, though. And I feel like the biggest takeaway from those parties itself has been, like, the friendships that I've been able to, like, build with these people. Mm-hmm. Where, like towards, like, towards an hour, you know, three years later, we 
don't even have I mean we haven't had a naked party in a while but we'll informally get together and just hang out and people mm-hmm. get naked and that's cool but um <laughs> it's true i feel like the last party was literally like six of us mm. and that's it and it was just like we were hanging out and it was all cool okay so it's nice to be able to have like a uh, how do i explain it like a just a group of sex positive friends and just be able to just have that so yeah so how do you how do you get invited how do you get invited to the Nick party? I got there with my friend through a, an ad on Reddit. Mm-hmm. So that's how like I ended up there. Uh, but how how do you get involved in this? Um, I got in actually through an ad on Reddit as oh, well. Oh, okay. Yeah, the very first time, and then um, right shortly right after that, they had a, a New Year's Eve party, and um, that's when. You know, they really liked me and I really liked them and like we vibed really well. So they invited me to the uh, New Year's party, which was a smaller party. Mm. Um, Not really like there were no uh, Reddit invites on that one. Mm. It was just like if you knew people, you you were invited. And then I invited which I'm calling him. Okay. <laughs> I can I can beep it out. You can ask him, and then I can beep it if he wants me to. Okay, cool. Um, and um, I invited him, and he was like, "Of course," because he was really upset that I didn't invite him. Huh. To the, Wait, to you the went to the, the you went to the naked party without him? Yeah, I went and to you, the end of the world. You guys party were together with, at the time. Yeah, we, we were friends at the time. Uh, at the friends, okay. Yeah, so I wasn't sure how sex positive he was. And you and he was like, "You're not being a very good friend by not inviting me yeah, to the naked party." Exactly. So. <laughs> So then, but then after that, we all became friends and started just casually hanging out. And then, mm. whenever there was a party, we would go, and that's how it's been. Okay, that's mm-hmm. cool. So, um, so you have a so you have this boyfriend, uh, mm-hmm. and you guys have been together uh, how long now? Three and a half years. Okay, well, and we've been friends, right? <laughs> and and you guys go to these parties together. We go to these parties together. We also do other things together. Mm-hmm. Like we'll meet couples together. We, I mean, our relationship is open, so. Mm. Like, I can see other people. He can see other people. There's definitely a lot of communication. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, every every little step is like, okay, so we're going to do this. Are you okay with this? Like, and it's really awesome. It's really nice. Um, but, um, yeah, our latest adventures have been with couples. Mm-hmm. We've been meeting people either on OkCupid, on Reddit, on... Like so, Thrinder. I've been hearing this a lot. So OkCupid <laughs> really is like a good place to be finding threesomes or for couples uh, uh, and uh, such. Yeah. Believe it or not. Like. I don't think that was the uh, the maker's original intent. I don't think so either. I don't think he ever thought, uh, you know, one day people on the internet are going to have group sex with each other through my website. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing because you can actually make a couple's website, like a couple's Page, profile. yeah. Yeah, or like link each other's pages to your profile Mm -hmm. and like actually find people who are only couples. So it's like, it's actually really fun. I got to imagine like more people are hooking up through that than like adult friend finder. I've never even been on that one. (laughs) Me neither. (laughs) No, but um, let's see. We've met like one couple through Reddit who we're still really good friends with. And um, we met a couple on OkCupid, and that was interesting. Then we met a couple on Thrinder. Like, that the was Thrinder. Like, the Thrinder. Like, you'd think it's for threesomes, and we found a couple. Sure, sure. <laughs> like, whatever. Well, I imagine as soon as you're doing a, a threesome, uh, you, yeah, yeah, easy to bump up the numbers. Yeah. 
<laughs> the more the merrier. <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, no, and that was really fun. Like, and you know, I mean, that, I guess that's kind of like what we do now. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, were you guys always like in an open situation? I mean, how oh. how did that come across? Because no. I I remember it a little differently. Because I remember when we met. Yeah. Uh, afterwards, it was kind of like he could go off and do things. Yeah, because my I friend was, went and she came yeah, out and, and yeah, hung out with him for. Yeah, they. It it was been. But then you were like almost like on a chain where like you couldn't, and I was no, like, hmm. I could not. So when we first started seeing each other, well, when we first started hanging out, um, we were, let's see, we 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 were just hanging out as friends. I was seeing someone else. He was seeing someone else. But then we kind of started vibing and we clicked and it started to get a little bit serious. And I told him, I was like, well, I had just, I hadn't just come out of a, a serious relationship, but I had been in a serious monogamous relationship okay. where I cheated on my partner because I am not monogamous. And not being monogamous in a monogamous relationship. Yeah, it doesn't usually work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. I tried so hard. And I was like, I want to be faithful. And I want to be loyal. And I want to do all these great things. But I want to get fucked by someone else. But I really (laughs) miss the other dick. (laughs) Or pussy or anything. (laughs) So I... um, but so I told him very straight up. I was like, hey, you know, like we can do this, but this is where I'm coming from. And, and I don't want to, you know, repeat the same mistakes over and over again. And he was okay with it. And 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 when I say he was okay with it, <laughs> he tried to be as understanding as possible. And in the beginning, it was like there were a list of people I could see okay. and a list of people that I couldn't see and a list of situations that I couldn't put myself into because it was just going to like bug him out. Okay. And I, I mean, I love this guy to death, like mm-hmm. beyond. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to make this work. I'm going to do the things that I know I can and I'm going to try and stay away from the things that I know I can't do. <laughs> Like, I did myself. Like, I got myself into a threesome. <laughs> I just happened to stumble With, into one. Yeah, I stumbled upon. I, I knocked on the door. I was like, and I was then, just looking for coffee. But, I mean, hey, yeah, I guess. Yeah, but, hey, you guys can, are naked. Like, yeah. let's get it on. <laughs> no, I mean, I, <laughs> I ended up having a threesome. And that was, like, one of the breaking points in our relationship. Just because it was, like, it hurt him so bad. And it was such a bad communication on my part, too. I'm always, like, deeply apologizing But now, for did that. you have an equally, I want to say, stringent set of, like, cans and cans for him? No. Because from what it, I, it seemed, from what I was tell, being able to see, was it seemed like kind of a little bit double standard going on. Oh, like, yeah. No, there was definitely the double standard. We definitely acknowledged the double standard. And you standard. were okay with that? And I, I was okay with it because I knew it wasn't going to be forever. Okay. Like, I... I could see that he was working on something. And, you know, our relationship was built on a conversation that we had where he was telling me that he wanted my help to work on this with. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'll do that. So you figured like it was like how to train him into it. Like, you know, yeah. I'll deal with this for now and we'll kind of ease him into this non-monogamy thing. Yeah. So I'm assuming it, this was a new world for him. Yeah. And it was a world that he's always wanted to be a part of. Okay. So it wasn't like I came in like 
oh, well, I like you and you have to change because this is what I want. No, sure. it was actually the other way around. Like he liked me so much that he wanted to make this change. And I totally get that. Just yeah. normally I, I tend to think of couples having like the same rules for each other. I, I have not come across as many situations where people have different rules like, well, you can go and get into an anonymous threesome if you happen to <laughs> stumble in. But like you, Cherry, can't for now. So yeah. that I found uh, interesting. Yeah, it it was. It mm-hmm. was. And uh, and not to say it didn't suck. It definitely did suck for a while. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, now it's just been, it's amazing. Because our, com- our com- conversations are so different now. Mm-hmm. How so? Like, legit <laughs> give give us like one from back when i met when i met you like a couple years ago versus a conversation for now okay well back then it was like well i'm gonna he would say that he wanted to go like meet up with someone and i'd be like yeah sure have fun and then i would say hey i kind of really want to do x y and z and he'd be like ah you can but it's gonna suck and so then I wouldn't do it or I would do it and then I wouldn't enjoy it afterwards okay. because I I knew like the conversation the next day was going to be about him like beating himself up for not being okay with what I just mm. did and not really like it was never to put me down. It was never like, oh, well, I can't believe you did that. You knew it was going to It was never going to be a deal breaker. No. It's not like if you did these things, he yeah. was like, it's over. No. He's just like, I know I I'm going to go off and do these same exact things. But if you do them, it's going to make me feel icky. So yeah, I'd rather you not, not but I'm exactly. not going to dump you because of it. Exactly. Yeah. So that's okay. why I wasn't really like, oh, I can't be with this guy. You okay. get it? Yeah. yeah it yeah, wasn't yeah. like, oh, I'm never going to get to do anything that I want. He I was just, working on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And now today, what's a convo like? Oh, well, now it's more like, hey, I'm going to go meet up with this guy. Okay. Have fun. like legit it's really like i mean he still is there are certain and i know because we still talk about it like one of the things right now that we haven't been able to do is like a male male female threesome with me yeah like he's had male male female threesomes with other women who he's not emotionally invested in yeah right and then me it's like ah but then we'll have like you know group sex so he's seen you get fucked, he, but yeah. he, it's yeah. the sharing aspect. Yeah, it's the sharing aspect. Right. Like seeing me get fucked and then he having to like not having another girl to play with, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. There's a thing about that. It's uh it's definitely more intimate. Like as someone like I've been in a situation I've been in like a male male fe- female situation versus group sex and I would say the group sex it feels less intimate mm-hmm. versus like he's right there. You know, yeah. <clears throat> it's almost like you're fucking him through by proxy. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I, get I, that. I, I understand it, but yeah, I, I mean, understand and, and, it too. and he loves you, so that's definitely a yeah. new. That's an element for him. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. and I get it, and I get it, hundred percent. Like, I'm definitely not like, oh my god, I need to have a. Nah, I'm good. I'm sure <laughs> if you need two cocks at the same time, you could find it. I am. <laughs> I'm very confident in your abilities to, to get find it. dick. Yes, <laughs> yes. I have a dick R or radar. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> okay. But yeah. No, but it's cool. It's been cool. Okay. That's great. So you were uh, in my little pre-interview. I was asking like the different things, our little, the little questions, and you <laughs> described yourself as pansexual. Yeah. Uh, pansexual for people who are not aware uh, – kind of like bisexual so oh this actually came up in a conversation recently so there's some bisexual people apparently 
who do not like the term pansexual because they think that the term's existence makes bisexual inherently transphobic or trans exclusive oh, or something. Okay, interesting. In the way, <clears throat> just in the way of defining it, because yeah. if you're bisexual and you like transgender people, then by the definition of pansexual, it would mean that you're pansexual and that bi and that bi people don't like trans people. They're bi people say, I do like trans people, but I'm bi. And I'm like, oh my God, there's too many labels. Yeah, the labels get ridiculous. <laughs> so what made you so what made you switch from, from bi to pansexual? Well, I identified as bisexual when I was like twelve. Okay. Or eleven or something. Like mm. really young. Um, I remember like I actually remember it well, I guess I learned a term when I was like twelve. Sure. Right. And it was like and it made sense because I remember when I was like little, like I liked girls and I liked boys. Like, I still remember, like, my very young crushes. Like, that weren't sexual crushes, but, you know, because... Crushes, you yeah. Know, you're, you're five. You don't really know. You, they're not sexual. But I did remember, like, really liking this girl because she was really pretty. Yeah, me and, too. Yeah. And I was like, it's not about sex. I never wanted to yeah. have sex with Athena. I just really wanted her to hold my hand. Exactly. That's all. <laughs> and it never happened. Athena never held my hand. But yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> My first female crush, her name was Venus, believe it or not. Venus? Yeah. Oh. Uh. Yeah. We were five. <laughs> five. Yeah, and I was like, I want to hold Venus's hand all day, every day. I really, <laughs> you're, you're like, I really like the way you dress up that Barbie. As... Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> but but anyway, <laughs> I like the finger. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. She, was, she did the the fake guns. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah, but like you know, when when you finally are like in sex ed and talking about sexuality and stuff, mm. bisexual was the only term for me then. Mm. And it made sense. I like I like girls and I like boys, but you as mean, I, bisexual. Yeah, bisexual. Right, right, right. But like as I got older, I started realizing well, there isn't just girl and boy mm-hmm. when it comes to sexuality. Did you have an event or something go down that made you be like, oh, I didn't think even think about this? Like, did you hook up with a transgender person and realize, oh, I like this too, or did you kind of just one day be like, you know what, I think I should reclassify to include everything? Um, have not been with a transgender person. Okay. Um, I've always wanted to. Ah. Um, Wait, what? Which? Which way? Oh, it doesn't matter. No, just in general, you'd like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and not like to fetishize, but like not to make it a fetish or anything, like, or demean anyone. But like, I've always really did want to be with a a girl with a penis. Why okay. not? <laughs> but um, but yeah, I don't know, like. I just I just like everyone. Okay. It's like I'm not like I don't really have a type in terms of like, like when people ask me, Oh, what's your type? I'm like, I don't really know, as long as you get horny, I guess. Uh, <laughs> like that's my type. <laughs> are you hard or wet? You're for me. <laughs> You're for me. We're good. We're gonna vibe. No, but um I guess that's why. I just wanted to include everyone because I know that I can like be turned on by anyone mm-hmm. so okay yeah. it's cool it's rocking i don't know i don't think it's like fetishizing to want to hook up with a transgender person just like some people are like oh like i've never fucked an asian you know it's just mm-hmm. like uh, it's just a thing that's an uh, that's something i'd like to try sometime yeah i guess that's cool <laughs> yeah. okay okay um so <sighs> talked about the naked parties talked about the pants oh so you hooked up with a dude who's multi-orgasmic 
Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. First, let's just define what do we mean multi-orgasmic? Because I can go a few times in a night, but like Billy might need a nap or like a sippy juice or something first and let me like get the energy back. Okay. So this is a great story. I'm going to take a little bit back to give you a bit context. We're taking it it back? We're taking it back. We're taking it back about like seven years or so. It's actually when I first got into the lifestyle. Into the lifestyle? Okay. Yeah. I I was seeing a man... Um, way older than me, exactly twice my age, actually. And um, I was 19 at the time. He was 39. Really cool dude. I can't really remember how we met, but it was in real life, not on the internet. <laughs> but like I said, he was exactly twice my age. And um, we started just hanging out one time and just talking about stuff. And somehow we had things in common, which is cool. And... Um, like we started hooking up and then he invited me to an orgy and nonchalantly nonchalantly <laughs> well no i mean i was i was a big freak back then you know 19 year old cherry was actually very different from 26 really? year old cherry yeah believe it or not <laughs> she was a lot more open like i mean i'm open but like she was like way out there. oh okay and, like she <laughs> like she was wearing her slut badge of honor like yeah <laughs> but um but like I was hooking up with this man and he invites me to this orgy. It's in New Jersey somewhere. And then we start going to like these like clubs, like orgy like places. Like swinger clubs and like stuff. Like swinger yeah. clubs, yeah. And it was always weird because he's so much older, so everybody thought like I was like some sort of prostitute or a call girl or something. Mm. And I'm like, no, we're legitimately like <laughs> dating. And we dated for a year. Mm. And um, and then he died. He's that old. <laughs> he, he's so old. No, I mean for his fortieth birthday, we. No, <laughs> but no, no. I mean, he had you know differences of opinions, obviously. But we we. But anyway, but he's he was multi orgasmic, and <laughs> and the way it worked was I'm multi orgasmic as well. Okay. So it was literally marathon sex. Like we would go for hours, like. To dehydration point. <laughs> well, I mean, when I when you say multi orgasmic, you mean like no? What's he the kept, re- what's the refractory period? Oh, it was really short. Like, let's see. Because mine's probably like fifteen to forty minutes, depending on the night. Yeah, it was short. Like, oh my god, I can't remember. Sometimes it'd be like fifteen minutes, but it, it could be shorter than that. Right. And he, like, I remember one time we were at it for like. A few hours. <laughs> wow. And I had orgasms at least like 20 times that I could remember counting. But I remember he came nine times. Nine times? Yes. Nine and, times? Yes. Nine times. I, man, I like number four. It's got to be just a wisp of smoke. It's not even <laughs> jizz at that point. I'm sorry because it's totally like You take that. off the condom and be like, did you come? It's like, no, I did. It's just... Uh, <laughs> poof of smoke yeah <laughs> no but <laughs> nothing inside well yeah no it it did it did after a while it was like barely anything it was just like him actually just uh-huh. orgasming not really like ejaculating and then yeah but it was fun wow <laughs> he wore me out for sure because yeah, like, you're taking a beating at that point that can't yeah, be, yeah. At, at some point does that just not feel good you're just like you're still doing it or is it like it feels good but it like also hurts you're like yeah like yeah. my body hurts but oh, oh my my, pleasure, ma- my mind is blowing the weak, up <laughs> the weakest flesh but the mind is so willing um, <laughs> no but um 
it was cool. I mean, I, I started to, it did start to burn, like for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It it would so, stop. I'm assuming it you guys stop. were using condoms. Yes, yes. So like, yeah, that just. Yeah. <laughs> did you just like put ice packs on your pussy afterwards? You were just yeah, like, we need to pretty much, pretty keep much. the swelling down. <laughs> I think we did stop in the middle of it. Like we were just like, okay, let's just take a, like a thirty minute break, and then, you know, or I guess we, you know what, you, you're right. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, it's funny because <laughs> we were like, we were doing it, you know, we're going at it. Like he's like, I don't know, four or so orgasms in, and I'm like, I don't even know because I stopped counting yeah. after a while. <laughs> Your brain's fried. Yeah, and we were like, okay, we're just gonna like go get some water, and like we should probably f- eat something and like watch TV. We did. We barely got to the food part until we got like horny again, and yeah. we were just like, no, we're just gonna keep going. It wasn't like a conscious decision to just fuck all night. All right. <laughs> it was more like, oh, this, I'm really horny right now. Like we need to keep fucking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, but he was fun. He was definitely fun. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Like the relationship only lasted a year, but you guys yeah. had like 10 years worth of sex in it. Yeah. But- <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I mean- you don't have to apologize for laughing at my jokes. It's actually the best thing you can do. So. <laughs> no, it's true though. <laughs> we had so much sex. I mean, we only met up like... You know, not, we didn't. Did you guys up. like go out to dinner? Did you do anything else in the relationship, or was it just fucking? <laughs> I feel like <sighs> the thing about going out to dinner. How many times someone... did you plan going out to dinner, and then you got caught up having sexy and just never went? No, no, that never <laughs> happens. Well, we one time we were going to dinner. We were going to Olive Garden. <laughs> oh, the Olive Garden! Unlimited breadsticks and orgasms. And orgasms, and like right before, like we get to the parking lot, we park the car, and we're like, okay, quickie, and then let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so you like fuck in the car and then go and get our unlimited bread. So was this guy your um <clears throat> when you went to the uh orgies with this guy or swinger swinger clubs with him? Did you play with other people? Or was it just? Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. was this your entry into non monogamy? Or yeah. okay. Well, no. Like, wh- where did all that start? For where did you? that start? When I was seventeen, I was in high school. I was dating this this guy, my high school sweetheart. We were together for like two years at that point. And there was this girl in my class that I've known since, like, you know, freshman year. And I loved her. Mm-hmm. Like, her tits were amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> her and I are still friends. But she has the best tits ever. And I told my boyfriend at the time, I was like, oh, my God, you want to have a threesome? Like, let's get this girl to have a threesome with us. Right. And, of course, you know, 17-year-old guy is not going to say no. Sure. <laughs> and... So I like start like hanging out with her more and like going to like parties with her and like doing stuff. And we would always end up making out, which was great for me mm-hmm. because I'm like trying to get with her. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then one day I just casually like brought it up to her. I was like, hey, you know, like, would it, would it be OK if we like hooked up with mm-hmm. my boyfriend? Like, are you cool with that? And she was like, yeah, sure. She's really bubbly, which was awesome because it made her boobs bounce even more. Okay. <laughs> and, um, and so we hooked up. And it was the funniest threesome I've ever experienced in my life because he could not perform. Like, I guess it was just like the anxiety of finally getting two girls together. He was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> like, you guys keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean that's a lot because like, listen, it's it's a lot of pressure just to please one woman. Now I gotta please two. That's yeah, it's a lot of work. Yeah, but you got 
two and they're they're both pleasing each other too so you should be fine <laughs> yeah but in our heads yeah the good guy in your head wants to do well for both of them yeah i hear that i hear that no but that was fun and we were fun and her and i after <laughs> afterwards like after um my boyfriend and i we opened the relationship from that from that and um and you never experienced jealousy and i've never experienced jealousy mm. and he actually used to get mad at me for not experiencing jealousy because he said that it, it meant i didn't care but it's like no it's because i care that yeah. i am so happy <laughs> yeah i'm happy you fucked that really hot girl i'm really yeah i'm like so pumped yeah like, i'm pumped for you now come over and fuck me too this yes! is you know it's oh my god so so yeah so i never really experienced jealousy and um but her and i would like continuously like hook up and like um oh my goodness great story um (laughs) that i just thought of she used to see this guy who had like the most amazing looking well no it wasn't amazing it was weird looking dick (laughs) it was like his head was like a mushroom okay like it was like really like weird like like a, almost like it got cut too so yeah yeah like it's like it was like bulbous oh like like this. like a, you know how like like so how a circumcised penis has like the ridges yeah like really long ridge like yeah like when a girl has really long labia like it's yeah. it's it's coming out and over a lot <laughs> and her and I had gone out and with his friend or something and we ended up back at like her aunt's house like this is really weird okay. but we end up back at her aunt's house and her aunt's like sleeping in the other room and we're like in the living room <laughs> and um i'm hooking up with the guy's friend and like you know we're trying to like get stuff going and they're in like another section of the apartment and she like motions me to come over and she's like hey do you want to like and I'm like, yeah, I want to, yeah. Yeah. So like, oh, like, I want. I, I want. Mm. <laughs> I want what's going on there because it's interesting working. <laughs> so like, I start like, um, like giving him head, and then she asked me if I if she, if I wanted to fuck him, and I was like, will you let me? Because I wasn't sure, you know, it's yeah. like her boyfriend. And she's like, yeah, a little bit. With though. feel like a trap. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. You want to fuck my boyfriend? You can't. Ha. <laughs> and uh, but no, but it's funny because she says, yeah, you can a little bit though. A little bit. What's yeah, a, what's like, a what's little, a little bit, bit of fucking? I don't know. What's like, that even? Like, what does that I even don't mean? No, we were like. Like, you I can get know, a like few some, pumps in. What yeah, the fuck? Pretty much. Or I just mean, the tip, just the just, big bulbous just, weird yeah, head. That's really what that's I all wanted. You can put in. That's all I wanted anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but I got to fuck him a little bit. It was weird. It was really interesting. I was like, wow, that's that's an interesting dick you got there. And then I went back to the other guy and finished him off. Mm. But <laughs> but um yeah. Okay. <laughs> but that, so that's how I really started. It was like Was this I, was that threesome that then expanded into, into like me just kind of like going off and doing a lot of fun stuff. And then and then I calmed down. Yeah. I, I had my calm down when I was 21. You said you had a monogamous boyfriend a, for a bit. Yeah, I had a monogamous boyfriend for a bit and I hated it. <laughs> Did you try to yeah, get him to open yeah, it up? And yeah. he said no? He was not. He was not about, not about it. That. Not about it at all. And and I actually <clears throat> tried to open it up with my friend, like her, because, you know, she's a, like she was in town. And Entice like, him with a really pretty girl. Yeah. I'm like, dude, like she has great boobs. Like, come on. Best of both worlds here. I got the ass. She got the tits. Mm. Like, let's do this. Anyway, and um, <laughs> but he was just not about it. So, yeah. But it's okay. Okay. <laughs> well, and but now you're you know you're living the lifestyle you you want to live. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I yeah. I like that even in the 
two years, you know, since I've seen you, um, that is expanded into more what you would like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. That's really it's cool how really the awesome. how a relationship can evolve like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been really awesome. Like, I don't know. I try not to think about it too much because then mm. I'm gonna be like, oh, my life is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but no, but it is. It, like, there are moments where I'm just like, you know, in a you know a sea of bodies, and I'm thinking, wow, this is my life. Like mm. it's pretty cool. Okay. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just like open your eyes at the sex party, be like, "What am I doing? This is great." <laughs> yeah, that's, cool. that's a boob. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. I think we I think we covered a lot there. Mm-hmm. Is there anything left that you want to do? Is there anything left on the list besides fucking a trans person? Mm. Oh, getting fucked by a girl. Like, like a strap on? Yeah. Oh. That's something I've never done. I figure you could take care of that this weekend. <laughs> no, I actually have a friend who's going to take care of that for me for my birthday next year. So. Oh, what a great birthday present. I know. Right? I'm so excited. And like you you might even get the opportunity to do it beforehand, but you like almost you turn it down for, for that. that. Like yeah. I like I've never been pegged. And not because I haven't had a couple opportunities, but because of I decided like I'm saving that for love. Yeah. <laughs> I hear that. I really don't have much left to save yeah. for a special person. Yeah. So I figure I can at least give her that. Mm-hmm. I can say, be like, well, do you want something special? You could fuck me. Yeah. Um, no one's done it. Exactly. Because I haven't let anyone. Yeah. I'm like, the, the but I heart is- you. <laughs> I feel like the list is so short for me. Never have I ever is the worst game. Oh, yeah. I'm done. Sorry. I just lose. I'm like, can we talk about like non-sexual things I have. like i've well, never been nev- skydiving never have i ever <laughs> su- not supposed to be a sexual game yeah but, but after every- the first two everyone goes as soon as someone says never have i ever had a threesome yeah everyone then, like, it, then oh, it, yeah. The, the floodgates are open you have to go into everyone's sexual histories i'm like yeah. yeah why can't it be skydiving or drove across the country it could, oh yeah it or- could be a fun way to to learn about your friends and yeah. things that they've done, but instead everyone just wants to get freaky. Yeah. And I'm fine getting freaky, but I'm going to lose this game real quickly. Yes, yes. I lose in the first like round. <laughs> like, all I'm going to lose... I feel like the only things I I won't have to like put a finger down for are going to be like sucking dick, kissing a guy. I can't even say touch the penis because I've just had... I've had incidental contact. <laughs> so, I don't know. That, that game is just... Ugh can't do it yeah i can't do it either i get very drunk very quickly <laughs> but we played interesting games at the naked party that was cool how they turned the Je- we, we played we... Je- naked jenga it was jenga yeah but like gonna... for too long yeah i think everyone was ready to like start getting sexual like and start still fooling around jenga. you know was... what happened okay so that was an interesting night because like but bef- even before the naked jenga the guy whose apartment was he had a um was it um not Tetris, but it was the um, Breaker Ball or something. He had like a, a an arcade game. Oh, Arkanoi. Arkanoi, okay. And he insisted everyone play it, but like to the point that he had a laptop with him. And he was like, no, no, you got to put your score in. He has a spreadsheet of every yep. person, of every play mm-hmm. that they've done. And mm-hmm. you had to put that in. And then after we're done playing this arcade game, yeah. I'm like, is this what we're doing all night? Uh, yeah, we play we Naked Jenga. Jenga. For too long. You know what happened is that the party before that is when we made up Naked Jenga. Uh-huh. So we were just so excited to like get it to 
you know, to do it. Right. So I, I'm, I like, I guess that party just happened to be the party where we played Naked Jenga all night. <laughs> and then the following party after that, it was like, okay, Naked Jenga for like two rounds and then it's going away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because like there's so much sexual tension built up with. There was massages. There was kisses. There yeah, was the spanking. Spanking, everywhere. pinching nipples, kiss uh, genitals. Um, which, by the way, I got none of the fun ones. I had zero fun ones. Every single I'll, time. I'll spank you after this. <laughs> no, 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 no. But that's all I got. All I got was the oh, yeah, getting did, spanked. Spank. I didn't even get to like kiss anyone. Oh. But it's the, okay. but my my date she got like all, all the, the fun ones. ones yeah she, she got all the best ones she got like genitals kissed and got the kiss people and things like that got the massage but I me mean, I just I had to like I had to get spanked by everybody and like massage your boyfriend's ass like that was about yeah <laughs> yeah that's true I don't think I did grab the ass I think I stayed safe I grabbed the calf that's why I did yeah yeah I was like I, I'm comfortable with the calf thing I could do that because <laughs> one of the one of the blocks said um like <clears throat> like massage everyone massages you yeah and uh, so everyone had to grab a space mm-hmm. so I was like oh, calf calf is calf is totally not gay totally, <laughs> calf isn't gay at all. That's funny. You know what's great about that one? Or not that specific story, but like the naked jenga at all. It's mm-hmm. just when, you know, when you drop the block, then everybody conspires against you to like, right. you know, give you like some sort of punishment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one year for my birth, actually, was was it last year for my birth? Oh, I don't know. I think it was my past birthday. Mm-hmm. I was one of the persons that dropped the tower. Yeah. And... Um, <laughs> They're all trying to figure out like how to like, you know, punish me for this, but it's kind of hard because I find sexual like anything sexual to me, right? So I'm like in the other room while everybody's trying to figure out what to do to like, you know, make sure I regret, you know, dropping this tower. And when I come back, they're like, "We're gonna put ice cubes in your pussy." In yes, and I'm like, "Oh, Uh, I just got I just got shivers." Yeah. So I'm here right I am. Now. Yeah, yeah. So here I am. My legs are up in the air. Like I'm in the V, you know, ass, everything. And one of the girls is <laughs> shoving ice cubes in my pussy. That can't be good. And we're like, okay, let's see how long. And they're they're thinking, how long is it going to take for her to come? Because they know me. Okay. I got to three ice cubes and then I orgasmed. That felt good? It felt good. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. Yeah, it was weird. Know. It was weird. At first, I was like, "Oh, this is cold." Oh, wait, but it's like melting, and oh, wait, this feels good. <laughs> so yeah, so I came after three ice cubes in my pussy. I'm a little, I'm a little blank faced. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, I'm a little awestruck at the moment. Yeah, I don't yeah. know that I have good words. No, there are no words for that. There are no words for that because they really thought. They so, were would you recommend me. the people, like girls, try? No, shoving? don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. It, it, it hurts. It hurts after. <laughs> oh, it hurts after. <laughs> yeah, it was like. It What's felt the afterburn? Like, it's like a burn. Yeah. yeah, it feels like it was burning. I'm like, oh, but it was cold, but it feels like it was burning. It's like so masturbating then. with conditioner. Like guys, I know, like it seems like it's a <laughs> handy thing and it feels good, but like as you're coming, it feels good that you're coming, but it also burns, burns. because the conditioner got inside your urethra and it's no good. Don't do no, it, guys. No, no. Yeah, I don't know. I guess what I really wanted afterwards was like someone to put their dick in my pussy and tell oh. me whether it was really cold. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Like I don't know. Like, but anyway, yeah, I wouldn't recommend. Don't do it, people. Don't do it. Yeah. The parties show me you can really make any game better just by t- taking your clothes off for it. 
Think of it. Strip poker is better. Naked Jenga. Naked, Naked Twister, Twister was great. Oh, so I mean, Naked Monopoly would be good. <laughs> I'm trying to think what other games you could do that'd be better. I don't think Settlers... I don't, I don't know if Settlers of Catan would work naked. I've played Settlers of Catan naked. Yeah? Yeah. How was that? I mean, it was still Settlers of Catan. <laughs> did, you, did you get any ore for your bra or anything? No. No, no we didn't make it that exciting. We were oh. just sitting there naked playing Settlers oh. of Catan. I would have said like, that could become currency. Be like, well, I'll take off my panties for some, for some wheat. Yeah, right? This board oh. is like, cannot get any wheat. I will... <laughs> I'll take my pen. I, I might even suck a dick for some wheat. Uh, that is, I'm, I'm trying to build a settlement here. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I'll bring that up. Maybe we can borrow that. That might be a good idea. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Cherry, I'm, I'm really glad you came on to the show. Uh, it was, it's been a long time coming. Yes. And uh, I'm happy uh, you're yeah, here. Yeah, this was fun. Good. Thank I'm you glad so you had a good time. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, you want to say goodbye to the folks? Goodbye, folks listening out there. Woo! Go get naked. Go get naked, for real. Do it. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. That was Cherry, babies. That was Cherry. Hope you all enjoyed that episode. I know I did. Uh, Very fun conversation. By the way, I want to say, there's been, in the last week or so, an unusual influx of titty pictures on Twitter. So I wanted to say uh, right now, thank you so much to uh, Alex, Megan, Hockey Girl, Emily, Chantel, all of you, anyone I'm forgetting. uh, Thank you for sharing those with me. This is very, very nice of you. And if you too want to uh, say something to me, share a part of your body, or you just want to say hello, uh, you can do so on Twitter at TheBillyPresida. Use the hashtag ManHorrorPodcast. Let me know what you think about the show. And uh, you can also email me at manwhorepod at gmail.com. Please don't forget, I need your clips. I'm looking for um, your favorite moments from the podcast to include in an upcoming clip show of uh, of best moments. So definitely email or tweet those to me. And as always, uh, please, 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 if you can, whether it's uh, a quarter, 50 cents, a dollar, five dollars a month, whatever you can afford, please make a pledge at patreon.com. Slash man whore podcast. But I hope uh, everyone enjoys your weeks. I hope you do not get sick right after making a bunch of really awesome, sexy plans. Uh, so stay healthy, everyone, because I can't seem to. And uh, as always, stay slutty. <laughs>